Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because Really? First and foremost, when you just think about it, it is crazy that you are listening to a podcast somewhere in the world and I'm sitting in my closet with my Britney Spears headset mic on in Austin, Texas recording this. And it's like we're girlfriends chatting and I'm just kind of like having this conversation with you, like envisioning where you are, but we get to talk about cool topics. So thank you for being here. And what we're going to talk about today is something that I think is really powerful because it's super common sense, but not always common in practice. And I think little tactical tools like what we're discussing today are helpful because they don't require a ton of effort to implement, but when you do, they can result in massive change. So we're discussing this idea of giving yourself less options on purpose or even a little bit more restriction in certain areas of your life and how that doesn't actually feel suffocating or like you have FOMO, but instead it actually feels really liberating and can help you manage your anxiety. So we're going to dive into that. But first, I just want to say thank you. Truly thank you. If you're brand new here to this podcast, welcome. I'm Keisha. I'm so excited to get to know you better and I'm grateful that you're here. But this is really for the women that have been here for a while right? This podcast was an idea that I hope someone would connect with. And now here we are, 2 million plus downloads, two years later. So many of you that have like shared this podcast with your girlfriends on social media, you've DM'd me and told me what you've connected with. You know, you answer my little like Instagram question box where you're giving me suggestions about topics like you have helped make this community. And I also wanted to give a special shout out to those of you that have left a review on the podcast because what I'm finding now is as the podcast is getting more reviews, it starts to suggest this podcast to other people that might vibe with it and it gives it more searchability. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and for helping me spread this. You are truly like making a dream of mine come true in real time. And I'm just so honored to get to do this with you. So please know that you're so freaking appreciated. Now, that being said, I know you're busy. So let's dive into the juicy juice today. We're going to talk about this idea of having less options and how that can actually serve you to feel honestly like lighter and more excited rather than suffocated with FOMO. Like we sometimes think that having less choices will make us feel. So let's get on the same page here because I always love to give you a little context of kind of how this topic came about. So I was chatting with my fiance, Sina, last night and I randomly just said to him, you know, babe, like I'm obsessed with you. I'm so excited to marry you. But also it's just easier to do life by having you already picked as my person. 
<laughs> right? And I was telling him, it's like, it's one less decision that I have to make when sometimes I feel like there's 800 million tabs open in my brain. And maybe you can connect with that if you're a woman like me that has a lot of ideas or lots of dreams or lots of goals. And in my case, with this relationship example, it's like, I don't have to even think about other guys or dating. I can just commit to being with Cena for the rest of my life, right? Until we're like cute old little wrinkly raisins talking about the good old days. And it, in my head, it's just done. There's no decision or contemplation that I need to do or, you know, any choice that has to be made. It's already made. But it really got me thinking about how I actually do this in a lot of different aspects of my life outside of relationships. And when I choose to give myself less options, I feel so much less anxious or scattered. And I wanted to share with you a couple of ways that I purposely create less options so I don't have to make as many choices because girl, decision fatigue is real. And if you haven't heard that term before, it's used in behavioral psychology a lot. And it's essentially this idea that our decision-making muscle gets kind of just worn out as we make too many choices. Like think about it as you go through the end of the day, like you get to the end of the night and you're just like, bleh, like, I don't know what I want for dinner, right? Like you're like, I don't know. I just can't make another choice today. And it just feels like your willpower is shot by the end of the day sometimes. And honestly, I think decision fatigue is a major contributor to why we feel so overwhelmed and why we feel super stressed sometimes. And I mean, you can think about it in your own life. Like think of those days where you have to make so many choices throughout the day, your brain feels like it's literally going to explode. And you're like, somebody make this decision for me. Like, I do not want to be an adult today. Somebody help me, right? So how can we use our awareness that decision fatigue is real and it affects us, but actually instead of complaining about it, use it as fuel to help us to start making tiny tweaks in our life to make less choices? Well, here's what I do. I pick an area in my life that I want to focus on. Okay, so you pick an area in your life that you want to focus on. Let's use an example of health just because I feel like we can all connect with that. The first thing that you do is you're picking what you want to work on. But the second thing is you're just immediately asking this question, how can I eliminate options so I can make less decisions in that area? That's it. Common sense but not always common practice. So here's a couple of things that work really well for me, health-related, if one of your goals is around health. I pick a workout plan that I actually like because if I don't like it, I don't want to do it. And then I follow it so that I don't have to make a decision or use any brain power to contemplate what workout I'm going to do or what I feel like in that moment. I make the decision proactively by choosing a workout plan and following it. And I used to think, and sometimes I still go into this mode where I'm like, oh, it'll be so fun to just decide, like, what do I feel like? But whenever I make a day of the decision and I think it's going to be fun, I end up just being annoyed because I know that I feel really excited when I'm done with my workout and I'm proud. And when I'm done and proud over and over again, it makes me keep showing up because I get addicted to the feeling of feeling proud of myself. And I don't want to waste energy choosing what I'm going to do. So I eliminate as many choices as I can in my workouts and proactively make a game plan as often as I can. And from that, like I typically work out at the same time each day, right? For Cena and I, it's typically the 6 a.m. hour before he goes to work. He's a dentist. He has to leave the house at like 6 or 7.15. So I don't even have to think about when I'm going to work out. I just do it with him in the morning, first thing, and then I don't even have to contemplate. 
So I eliminate choices. And am I perfect at this? No, of course not. I'm a human, not a robot. But it's rarely an issue for me anymore that I don't work out in the morning because I know that if I don't work out in the morning, then I have to do this annoying thing where I'm like bargaining with myself throughout the day. And it's so freaking annoying. And maybe you can connect with this where I'm like, okay, I'm going to start my workout at seven. And then it's like 7.06. And I decide, you know what? I'm going to start at eight instead. And if you're working from home and you haven't typically worked from home and you've got a little bit of flexibility in your schedule, you know what I'm talking about. And it's one of those things where like you just kind of next hour, next hour, next hour. And all of that time that we spend thinking about it, it could have just been done. Same rules apply with laundry and the dishes, right? Like I spend so much time thinking about the dishes, but it's like, I could have just freaking done it in one Taylor Swift song. I've proven to myself that I can do that. So Truly, that was a side tangent. Point is, taking out options and just committing helps me so much because I feel so much less anxious. And it has this really amazing benefit that it helps build up my self-esteem and my self-confidence because as you know, confidence is built. Like you don't just arrive at confidence or like arrive at high self-esteem. You're like, whoa, I'm here. It's because you're doing the thing that you said that you're going to do after the feeling that you said it and is gone. And every single time that you're keeping a promise to yourself, you're putting a deposit into your confidence bucket. That is the secret sauce. So tee yourself up for a win to build up that confidence. And I think workouts are a really easy way to do that, right? Not easy as in that it's not hard, but easy in that it's simple. So also please keep in mind that if you're in the process of building up a workout habit, it's going to take time and you're going to have to put those reps in, right? And of course it's going to be hard at first because it's always hard at first. You don't have proof that you've been consistent, but you got to think about future you in a couple days or in a couple weeks and a couple months that has just kept putting her reps in and built up this habit because once it's a habit loop in your brain, then it moves to a different part of your brain and you don't even have to use brain power to think about it. It's just part of who you are. It's part of your identity and that is amazing right? But you got to just keep putting your reps in to get to that point. And that part is just frustrating. So just keep after it if you're in that stage right now. And honestly, outside of the health related goals, another area that I'm constantly tweaking as my business is evolving is work related. And I'm sure you'll be able to connect with this to some degree where I like to create structure in my week or in my day-to-day so that I'm not like popping around all the time, like 15 minutes here answering an email and then I'm going to respond to this text and then I'm going to do this one task and then I'm going to podcast and then I'm going to go here. Like when I toggle around, I waste so much freaking time. So I try and eliminate that as much as I possibly can by creating more structure. And one thing that I do, for example, is like podcasting. I'll use a real-time example. I like to record these solo podcast episodes twice a week. So I don't think about what days I'm going to record podcasts. I just know that I'm going to record podcasts on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And typically when I'm working off other people's schedules for interviews, um, then I, you know, I have a little bit of wiggle room in this, but typically I do my interviews on Wednesdays. So I don't record podcasts on Mondays or Fridays. So Mondays and Fridays, I'm not thinking, do I need to record a podcast today? Because I do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I try to eliminate options of days so I have less choices so I don't have to really think about it. And of course, I'm not perfect at this. And of course, I can podcast on other days. I'm not super, super structured. But it's like this structure just creates this like ability for me to feel less anxious and have less choices and less brain power for the act of choosing. So truly, this is simple. 
It's so powerful though. And I use it all the time in my day-to-day life. Like I just really think about this question of how can I eliminate options here so that I can make less decisions? And I've just found that I have more energy. I get more excited. I feel freer. I clear up more brain space to just like be excited about life and passionate about things. And I don't feel as bogged down. And remember, just like anything, it's this dance, right? You're going to be trying things on for size. It's not going to be perfect when you first start. You're never going to have a perfect schedule, a perfect day, a perfect week. You're a human. It's not always going to be right. But when you've got a plan, you have more direction, which helps you feel less anxious. And you're so much more likely to stick to the plan if you actually have a plan than if you're just waiting to see what other people's to-dos get put on your schedule. So How can you create more structure? And how can you remind yourself to have grace in the process? And remember, girl, figuring it out is a forever game. So we get to keep doing this and keep evolving together, right? So I hope this episode was helpful for you. And I will talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.